Welcome to the Roadman Cycling Podcast. My name is Anthony Walsh. Six days a week, we bring you an inspiring person or message to help you on your journey towards health, happiness, and longevity. Now let's get into the show. A few years ago, I saw a huge gap in the market for an app that was like a cycling coach, but in your pocket. I knew that AI was ultimately going to be the best coach in the world, and I spent about two years of my life trying to make this app happen. Unfortunately for me, it didn't happen. But ever since then, I've kept a really close eye on this space to see if anyone else could succeed where I failed. The Breakaway app caught my attention a couple of months ago because Christian van der Velde, yep, the Christian van der Velde who came fourth in the Tour de France, is one of the co-founders. And it seems that the Breakaway have created the ultimate cycling training companion and they're bringing low-cost coaching to the masses. You'll know from listening to the podcast that my pet peeve is when cyclists head out the door with no plan, no goal, and just roll around without an objective. Don't be that guy! The Breakaway app looks at all your historic training data and it builds a plan around your strengths and weaknesses so you're always going to have the perfect session. They also have integrations which I'm really excited about, Whoop and Aura Ring. The reason I've previously ditched my wearables is because the data just wasn't informing my training. No longer the case. Head on over to roadmantrial.com and you can download their app for free. That's roadmantrial, R-O-A-D-M-A-N-T-R-I-A-L dot com and download the app for free. The link to this is in today's show notes. Well, hello, all you beautiful cyclists. So we've been hosting a virtual spin every Tuesday where we kind of roll around and have a chat on Discord as we're cycling. It's very casual, easygoing, and it's been going on for a couple of weeks, actually a couple of months at this stage, probably. But because our winter training kind of kicks back in, we wanted to up our game and put a little bit more structure around these rides so we're now moving it to a weekly time trial so put it in your diary and even if you're nervous about joining if you've got loads of questions about pacing warm-up things like that I'm going to fill you in over the next couple of minutes and I know I just know you are going to be inspired to get into that virtual time trial race and I'm going to see you on the start line next Tuesday. Now what is a time trial I'm going to start right back at the beginning Basically, in cycling and running and loads of sports, it's a race against the clock. So cyclists compete as individuals to complete a specified distance in the shortest time possible. Now, it's not like a traditional road race because time trials really put an emphasis on individual performance and strategic pacing really that's so important the pacing cyclists will start at intervals often like a minute apart and they'll aim to cover the course as efficiently as possible and this discipline really demands a very unique blend of aerodynamics strength and really a very very strong mental mindset now the aerodynamics don't really come into play in the virtual world at all riding time trials gives loads of benefits for cyclists because it serves as a really precise measure of your fitness and your performance because you can track your improvements over time because every single week we ride the exact same distance in the exact same virtual world it's basically a flat course so you can very very quickly see if you're getting better or if you're getting worse as the weeks and months go on and this discipline really helps us perfect skills like 
Pacing, as I said, very, very important because you have to strike a, a balance and it's kind of difficult. It takes a lot of practice between pushing your limits, getting as much, squeezing as much as you can out of yourself. But then you also have to be careful to avoid coming apart really early and that fatigue setting in and just not being able to push the pedals around at all in the latter, maybe half or quarter of your time trial race. Time trials on the road, they're an amazing means of figuring out your aerodynamics. Am I aero? Should I get the socks? Do I get the aero helmet? But it's not, as I said, applicable at all in virtual racing. It's really just about power output. You just get on your bike and go as hard as you can for the time allotted. And I really believe that this kind of solitary nature of time trials, it does, it helps with that mental resilience that we need. And we really have to focus to self-motivate throughout this 20 minutes or 30 minutes that you're riding the bike solo on your own. This emphasis on individual effort, it really promotes a kind of self-discipline and a really deep understanding I think of your own physical capabilities because you do have to go deep you have to really summon energy and mental resilience and you'll push yourself further than you really thought was possible during this race now when I was doing triathlon I was really interested in time trial because essentially that's what the bike portion of a triathlon is you can't draft off the rider in front of you and there's no bunch cycling so you can't hide in the wheels or hide behind someone or get in out of the wind you it's a pure effort on your own it's an individual effort you're leaving it all out there and to be honest I haven't done one since I packed in triathlon a couple of years ago so I was very interested to see how I would get on okay so the event itself we host the event as I said every Tuesday on my whoosh now my whoosh is a competitor to Zwift it's free to sign up and it's an amazing cycling platform completely free very very easy set up your profile you'll be in in five minutes and I'm going to pop all of the details to our discord channel in the show notes so if you click on that link that's going to bring you to the roadman discord page which is kind of like I don't know for want of a better word like a chat room and what you can do is when we're racing we can actually speak to each other so you can obviously you can write a text in but you can open up your microphone and chat to people and tell them how much you're dying there wasn't much chat I have to say on Tuesday in the time trial everyone was very very focused okay so the race itself the whirlwind of my first virtual time trial experience so let's start from the beginning right at that start line okay so I made a point of getting there a little bit early I know for me personally how crucial a solid warm-up is I'm a little bit of a slow starter it does take me a while to to get warmed up and to get in to get comfortable in a pace to wake my legs up so I followed a warm-up protocol called a ramp up protocol so that's basically moving from zone one to zone four over a seven minute span and it's this gradual build up then you follow it with two short really intense 10 second sprints that gets the blood flowing and the muscles ready so physically I felt I was on point I was nice and warm I was feeling revved up because it was kind of raring to go mentally I was a little bit nervous I was kind of thinking how am I going to push myself for 30 minutes I actually didn't even really know to be honest how long it was going to take me I didn't know if it was going to take me 25 minutes 35 minutes so there was a little bit of unknown there that's why I think next week I'm going to feel even more comfortable yeah so a little bit of room for growth there 
maybe potentially I could have done better with my playlist my music was quite chill definitely not something was kind of motivating me on so I'm going to change that up and get the adrenaline pumping for the next time and you know what else I'm going to try next time as well some visualization techniques I find them absolutely brilliant for when I'm going out let's say on the Saturday spin and I know I'm probably going to have a tough day I really visualize in my head techniques to stay in the game to stay focused to look at wheels to think about when I'm going to eat when I'm going to drink and I'm going to bring all of that into my time trial for next week in virtual land now our home setup we're pretty proud of what we have going on here we've a great space we've got two massive fans which are crucial we have the watt bike atom so it's it's very pro it's a nice pro setup it's more than just comfort when you're training inside I find that and I do struggle to do indoor sessions. I do complain about them all of the time. Having that set up, having every, everything on point, being cold, having your bike absolutely dialed in, it makes a huge difference. It feels kind of like a little personal race hope that we have here. Okay, so on to the strategy, which honestly was a game changer. So a big shout out to Anthony for his pacing wisdom, because I would have gotten it all wrong without him. So his advice, start the first five minutes at a steady 200 watts, then gradually increase your power. And this tactic was a lifesaver because without it, I know for a fact, I would have been just caught up in that adrenaline rush. I would have been chasing down stronger riders from the get-go. There's my ego getting the better of me. And that would have led to a mid-race burnout. And as I mentioned, it's really a race against yourself, but there are other people doing it too. So that little competitive streak can come out when you see somebody maybe closing in behind you or you see somebody slightly ahead of you. And that's a really common trap especially in this virtual racing world you're surrounded by these digital avatars everyone's pushing the pace everyone's doing their best and it's really easy to get swept up in that intensity but I did what I was told I I stuck to Anthony's plan and I managed to keep a somewhat level head and I just focused on my own race my own rhythm what this experience really highlighted is a very delicate balance and a dance between the enthusiasm that you have when you get going and strategic pacing and there's so many lessons to be learned there as well for the group ride if you're going to do actual real life racing so this is all amazing practice there's that balance that you have to maintain getting caught up in that competitive spirit which I have but you're just not letting it override you you're not letting it completely annihilate your game plan so it really does feel like yes you're pushing against your own limits but you're spurned on by this community of cyclists you can't see them you can see their avatar but they're very much present and it's a very very fun way to race and it became so popular during COVID and the lockdowns and I can absolutely see why it's a test of physical endurance mental resilience and don't forget about those tactical smarts so I really did stick to the plan, as I said. It went out at 200 watts, and I slowly tried to ease my power up every five minutes. Unfortunately, in the last six, seven minutes or so, I was struggling to hold my power even at 200 watts. I was down at around 190. So that brought my average down. I was fighting. I was not giving up. I was fighting with everything I had to keep pushing those pedals around in the last few minutes. I really don't think I left anything on the table. And right after I crossed the finish line, you know, when I stopped pedaling, just sat there I actually had to clip out I first of all actually thought I was going to puke I had really 
really, really pushed myself hard. And then once that feeling subsided, yeah, there was a mix of emotions. I was exhausted. My legs were like jelly. My lungs were completely burning. All of that good stuff. And I was a little bit down about not hitting that 30 minute mark. You know, we set these little goals for ourselves. And when you're quite close to hitting it, I was 18 seconds away from it. It does kind of stay with you. It kind of nags at you. But uh, I will go for that 30 minute mark next week for sure. So as I was sitting there, letting my heart rate come down, I was feeling pretty proud of myself. Just that satisfying realisation that I'd truly, truly given it my all, pushed my limits, tested myself, went deep. And yeah, there's something very fulfilling about that experience. And of course, that feeling of community, even in that digital space, it is powerful. It's not just you against the clock. Well, it is, but you are surrounded by other people all striving. They're all pushing and it's motivating in a way that it's kind of hard to put into words. And without that collective energy, I don't think I would have been able to dig that deep and to really push beyond what I thought was my limit. So if you're thinking about dipping your toes into virtual cycling or giving the virtual time trialing a go, I say absolutely go for it. I was a bit like, oh, I'm not going to like this. This is not my bag at all. I hate the indoor trainer, but it was an absolute blast and a really fantastic way to challenge yourself. And, you know, if you're a bit competitive like me, these virtual races can really push you to up your game. It's not just about pedaling away. It's about strategy, pacing and pushing through those really tough spots that you're going to encounter every couple of minutes. If you're looking for a new training tool or you just want to have a bit of crack racing from the comfort of your own home, please Please, please hop on with us on Tuesday. Okay, until next week, you gorgeous cyclists, I'll be back as ever on Friday with newbie questions with Anthony. And if you're missing me between now and then, you will as ever find me over on Twitter or X as they're calling it now. I'm always on there if you want to chat with me, ask questions, any feedback, that would be absolutely awesome. You'll find me under Sarah Ann Egan. Okay, so until next week, you gorgeous cyclists, thank you so much for listening. Mwah.